0: Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you are joining me for another great conversation to help you up your game and improve your capabilities and achieve more success in the world of talent development. Today is our bonus Q&A conversation with Amy barnard Bond, And if you have not yet listened to our first conversation where Amy shared some of her background and we went into the five elements of promotability so those things they're going to help you get more promoted in your job or promoted more often or more successfully as well as maybe help others around you figure out how to achieve promotions more make sure you go check that out we also talked about how to deliver bad news including amy's six steps for delivering bad news and these are things that I definitely need to work on and practice because I hate delivering bad news. But you know, it happens sometimes and we need to get better at these things. And I'm always trying to get better. So make sure you go back and listen to that episode if you haven't yet. Today is our bonus Q&A round with Amy. And Amy, I want to start with this. Thinking back across your career, and you've done a lot of different things working in legal and compliance and HR and as a CHRO, and now in running your own business, you think back across all the things you've done, what would you say has been your greatest career accomplishment or proudest moment in your career so far?
1: Gosh, there are a few. I've been really fortunate, but I would say building a team from scratch when I was working at McKesson and building the compliance and ethics program. And starting with zero resources to do that for for a $90 billion organization. That was really exciting. And I learned so much. It was hard work. It's where I really, really learned deep change management, so many skills. And then that able the ability to hire a team handpicked from scratch, you know, person by person. And I just I loved my team. They were diverse and brought so many strengths that I didn't have. And, and I, I just felt like it was an enormous privilege to be able to do that.
0: Mm, I, I'm sure that was incredibly fulfilling and something you can always be proud of, which is awesome. On the flip side of that, what has been one of your biggest career failures or mistakes and what did you learn from it?
1: I was thinking about that. And one that I, that I thought of, which would be just a classic, is very early on, my first HR role when I was an HR generalist. Coming out of litigation, there we were in a small office, about 200 people, and there was a group that felt that morale was really low and they wanted to do something about it. And so they came to me and they said, we want to do a survey. And I thought, oh, that's great. You know, let's do a survey and find out why why people are disappointed with things or, you know, what we could do to make it better. So I was very optimistic and very naive going into this. And what I didn't think about was that, you know, number one, I had no skill set in at that time in developing questions that are so that you know that you're getting
0: yeah, there's an art to that
1: there's really a significant, uh, you know, science to making sure that you're asking the question to get the data that is valuable actually to be actionable. Right. Yeah. Then there's the whole issue of setting expectations with people that if they gave us the feedback, we were going to do something about it. And that, so that was my big aha moment when all the survey results came back and I was talking to our regional manager and There was no cohesion to the comments. It was such a mess. Mm. Basically, I held myself. I I thought, okay, I let this happen, and this was a rough learning experience. It was, it was um, awful because we'd raised expectations, and then this like fell on the floor. After so, it was worse. So I made this to do anything. I enabled. I enabled making the situation worse.
0: Yeah, it sucked. Mm, by going in and also not really being thoughtful about the questions. Yeah. All of I Why it's... do you love working yeah. here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I learned my lesson. You know, if you're not, if you're not ready for, to action the feedback, don't ask. It, it will make it worse. It's, it mm. was a very fast lesson in that.
0: I've heard that from multiple people because employees are getting frustrated. Like, Hey, you asked for my feedback and yeah. then you're not going to do anything with it. Like we talked about feedback for self-awareness earlier and someone yeah. asked for your feedback and they're like, no, I don't care. It can be really frustrating, right? Whether it's direct feedback or or a survey. Amy, thinking about talent development and the HR world more broadly, what would you say is one of the biggest challenges that exist today?
1: Gosh, there are a couple, but the one that I come across frequently and I'm sure will resonate with your with your members is that that you can, if you've got a problem in an organization that leadership thinks you can just throw training at a person like magic sparkling fertilizer, and they'll grow the, the way that the company wants them to grow in that you know, some people just aren't ready for development, or the goals or the values that the individual and the organization have have, have grown apart over time, or maybe they were never there to start with, that there's such a thing as coaching readiness. And I think there's such a, a thing as talent development readiness.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. And I've heard of that challenge many times from people as well. And it's always to encourage our listeners and especially members in our community, we have a lot of discussions about becoming more consultative so that when you get mm-hmm. those requests to figure out what truly is the issue and what needs to be done about it, does it need to be training? Could it be something else? Is it coaching for one person or is it you know, the guidelines or, or something else? Yeah. So really important to figure out what is the issue and what's the best solution because it's not always training or they're not always necessarily ready for training. Thinking again about talent development and the HR world, is there a trend that you're following right now that you're excited about?
1: There's a lot of mentoring going on and, and peer coaching. And I'd say that's really exciting because to some of our earlier discussion on, on our longer topic, the ability to give and receive actionable feedback, actionable, thoughtful, you know, appreciative inquiry is, is so valuable. And if you have a culture that is trained to do that, you're just going to have a constantly learning and growing workforce where there's no blind spots. There's no hidden issues and it just enables better teamwork. People understand what's going on. There's greater transparency and trust. So I I love that movement and I hope that continues.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Amy, is there a book or a TED talk that has made a big impact for you or that you often recommend or that you've really enjoyed recently?
1: Gosh, I love uh, Marshall. I'm biased because Marshall's a, a dear mentor of mine. I'm privileged to have him, but his What Got You Here Won't Get You There is one of my favorite books in terms of... Explaining you know, how we need to often let go of the things that have made us successful in order to get to the next level is, is really simple but profound. Mm. And his book is helpful at, I think, giving people insight and awareness into what that might be for them
0: yeah, that book is sort of one of those like transcendent foundational books that's mentioned so often. I'm lucky to have at least spoken with Marshall a couple times. He's been on this show in the past, and Oh, great. was kind enough to endorse my book when it came out, but oh, wonderful. Uh, really cool that you've had a chance to to work with him. And yeah, I know that book has been impactful for a lot of people. Uh, I'm curious in the work you do, you know, somewhere tangential to books. Are there any apps or platforms or software that you really love right now that's helping you make your job easier?
1: Yeah, I love ClickUp. Ooh. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but yeah, it is yeah. a it's an online platform. It's free, yep. and Project I management. run yeah. I run all of my business on it, both my my law firm and my coaching and consulting. I have it, had an executive assistant that turned me onto it about a year and a half ago. It took me about thirty days to get transitioned, but it's now my, my virtual mind, my to-do list, my calendar, it gets push notifications. And the best part is it's free. (laughs) I haven't needed to upgrade. It's crazy because when I look at the cost of where I invest my money and it it is the one of the most valuable things in my portfolio that I use and it's free. I'm so grateful for, I hope no one there is listening right now.
0: (laughs) It's <laughs> By the way, if you do up, I've used ClickUp. If you do upgrade, it's incredibly cheap. It's like five dollars. Oh, month.
1: okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's
0: I, not. Great. I,
1: I thought it was like some scary thing. I haven't even had to look. It's no. it's just been enough for me. It's amazing. So, yeah. I love it. It's a it's a it ascribes to the getting things done theory where don't yeah. keep your to do list in your head. You, you should yeah. you know get you should only out, be man. focused on actually doing tasks and get them out of your head and organized. And so it's a perfect. I'm sure there are other good ones out there too. This yeah. is just one that I've been using.
0: Yeah, no doubt. There's a lot of great stuff out there, but ClickUp yeah. has become very popular. Last question for you, Amy, for those out there in HR and talent development who are looking for ways to achieve more success in their careers. I know you work with a lot of people, you coach a lot of people. Yeah. What's one more piece of a career advice you would give?
1: Oh gosh, I would say build your network before you need it. Mm. Find people you can help and people that can help you. It's a lot more pleasant and easygoing if you've reaching out genuinely just because you want to get to know people versus if you have a hat in hand and you you need something, yeah. right? And one of the things I love about human resources and the time that I've spent in it as a profession is that it's a very supportive giving profession. I think many people go into HR because they want to help people and they want to,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: be people forward. And so most people are extroverts, especially, you know, in T and L&D and, and yeah. recruitment and, and other areas, ER. Right. So it's just such a terrific learning community. So I just mm-hmm. would continue to reach out and, and build that. And I just think it makes your mind richer. You get access to different ideas, different ways of doing things, different solutions Oh yeah, cross-functionally or from different companies or industries. So I just, I've loved that.
0: Yeah. I agree completely. Nothing has been more impactful and helpful in my career than building my network and having relationships yeah. with lots of different people, every job opportunity, most business opportunities come through relationships and mm-hmm you need to go meet people outside of your group, you know, connect with different people in the company that you work for, but then connect with lots of other people doing the the same thing. So if you work in talent development, go get involved in an association like ATD, go to a conference. I run a membership community called the talent development think tank, where we have uh, people in talent development who come together and, and talk on a regular basis. And they're absolutely supporting each other and looking for ways to help each other grow in their careers. It could be any of those things, or just get on LinkedIn and connect with other people who are mm-hmm. doing, doing some more stuff and just go, go build those relationships. I've made lots of friends on there as well, and get introductions to great people. Like I got introduced to you by Angela Stoffer, who's been on the show in the past. And I'm glad that we had a chance to talk. And so just want to say thank you again for uh, coming on the show. We'll put a link to your website in the show notes, uh, your LinkedIn as well. And appreciate everything. Look forward to keeping in touch.
1: Thank you. Me too, Andy. I'm happy to connect with anyone in your community.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Amy. Take care.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: All right, that will do it for my bonus Q and A conversation with Amy Barnard Bond. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. I always love talking with Amy, and look forward to keeping in touch with her. You can get more information by visiting her website. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. And I want to remind you again that our podcast is sponsored by the Talent Development Think Tank membership community. Uh, This is the number one place to go to connect with and learn from other people in the talent development world. And you can find out more information on our website, which is talentdevelopmentthinktank.com slash community. That's talentdevelopmentthinktank.com slash community. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate you and I will talk to you next time.